Hey everybody, this is Michael with All Over Overland Podcast. Thank you so much for pushing the button to listen. On this episode, this is actually going to be a pre-recorded live show um, that we do on Tuesdays at www.overlandradio.com, 7 p.m. Central Time, uh, Central Standard Time. This is Adam with Step 22 Gear. Um, please give it a listen and then go check him out at www.step22gear.com. All right, it is sponsor shout-out time. Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri is your go-to place for all of your camping and overlanding gear. Now, they've got a brick-and-mortar store, so you can go and touch things and check it all out. But if you're not able to go to Springfield, Missouri to check out their store, you can always check them out at www.artemisoverland.com. Our second sponsor is More Expo. Now, this was an awesome event last year, and, or I guess this year, gosh, this year's been weird. 2020 was their first year, and it was amazing. They broke, like, all kinds of, like, expectations as far as how many people were going to be there. They had something like 50 vendors. Now, I think next year they're more than doubling the space for 2021. The dates are going to be February 13th and 14th, and that's going to be in Springfield, Missouri, at the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds. Check them out and you can pre-order your tickets. Just go to moreexpo.com. Now that's gonna be more expo. So there's like two E's in the like for more and then also for expo. So yeah, I mean it gets confusing, but it's simple when you start typing it out. Now go check that out. It's an awesome event. I'll be doing live shows there, so make sure that you come by and see me. Oh, that's pretty. I saw the record button go on. <laughs> I had to. I'll just have to delete that here. Let's see. All right. We got uh, about four seconds here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the All Over Overland Radio Show. My name is Michael, and I am accompanied today by Lee. Hey, Lee, what how's up? it going? What's happening? We don't have Joey today because Joey has some things that he has to tend to there in Arkansas. So we don't have him today. We're sorry. We're, we're missing him. Um, he's always a, a great addition to this. But, dude, I'm just going to get right into it. My last two weeks have sucked. <laughs> we had a historic ice storm two weeks ago. Yeah. 300, what was it? What was the number? 30,000? It was something crazy. There were so many people without power. Like it was, and it might have been 300,000 people, to be honest, like here in Oklahoma City. I, if I remember, it was a fairly large number. I want to say it was, it was more than yeah, yeah it was like 300,000 people. Yeah. And I had power the first day or two and then lost power. And then I didn't have, and then when I got power back, I didn't have internet. And then, of course, we had last, this, was that last week or this week? Last week, the election. Like we weren't on last Tuesday because the election. And yeah, so that, whatever side you're on when it comes to that, it didn't go smooth. <laughs> yeah. They need be- to, they need to relook at, 
all of the election processes in each state. I think they all need to be the same for the national kind of presidential election, like the same machines, the same everything. And I don't care what they do in their individual states, but this has been insane. No matter what side you're on, you're not going to end up being happy at yeah. some point. Yeah, I think in the end, uh, the American people may be getting the short end of the stick no matter what. But yeah, you're right. It's been one of those kind of weeks. Heck, I threw my back out, man. <laughs> I know. And my well, back was down last week because we were going to go on a camping trip. Yeah, we were all going to take off this weekend and or this past weekend and do a little part of the goat. And uh, you no, fell. we weren't going to do the goat. We were going to do oh. the oat. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. The Oklahoma Adventure Trail. Right. Not, sorry. Not the green country. Uh, Overland Adventure. Yeah. 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 My apologies. I got it wrong. But anyway. Nah, it's all right. You fell. Yeah, I fell. And, and then I, I, I still don't know what I did, to be honest with you. All I know is that whenever your doctor says that you have a really pissed off muscle, I take that as it's bad as it felt. So yeah, I I, I'm right there with up. you. Anyway, so, I was hey, giving this next week's going to be much better. <laughs> so, uh oh, I think old Michael froze on me. What? Uh oh. Yo, Michael. Oh, okay. There you are. I was going to say, we, you, you froze, froze you, for a minute. You froze too. I don't know what happened. That's going to be interesting on who actually got hurt on the recording or if it was just dead space. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, the good old internet. Yeah. So other than that, what have you been up to, man? Uh, pretty much stretched out on my back or, or my side, I guess, if you will. But uh, not, not too terribly much. My wife is remodeling our son's room so he can come back when he comes back from his military training and starts college at OSU. So she's been painting and, and all that. And, uh, I've wanted to get out and work on the, work on the truck. Oh, I got a new lathe to turn for wood or metal wood. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. How long? I, I just, just a small one. Just, just to do small. Just like know, a 14 inch, inch or something. I want to say it's 14 or 16, but anyway, um, yeah, well, very we, cool. Hold on a second. I'm holding, I'm holding on a second. Doesn't work. Somebody good just said it switched over to music. Uh -oh. and we lost that internet connection. This, this is the best part of the show when that happens. Yep. Hang on. We'll You're checking it. We got to restart. Yeah, okay, so the internet pooped out on us. Sorry about that, y'all. We're back. <laughs> Every once in a while that happens. Okay, so the internet so we had and and I'll tell you, the best we're part back. of our show happened when we were not being able to broadcast. <laughs> That's the way it happens, man. Everyone's Actually, no, we've got the best part of our shows coming up pretty soon. We got special guests coming up. We got a a really I, I I don't know. I think we need to get this guy. We need to wheel with him because I'm pretty sure he's he would be a blast, especially if we got you, Michael, and he in the same campfire ring. It'd probably be crazy. But he's a really <laughs> cool dude. I mean, and uh I think he's a pretty slick uh 
you know, entrepreneur, I think, uh, I think everybody's going to enjoy hearing his story tonight. And so, uh, he'll be coming up here in, oh, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. Yeah. But, uh, in the meantime, uh, you guys didn't get to hear, but you know, we were going to do the, the, uh, Oklahoma adventure trail, or at least part of it. And we didn't go because I hurt my back. Michael hurt his back. And, uh, you know, Hey, that's life. So, and then Joey said he was going to go ride motorcycles and ends up, uh, driving around in his FJ. Yeah. And getting, so he totally lied to us. Yeah, he did. He did totally. So Joey, if you're listening, you're in trouble. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think he's getting to listen right now. (laughs) Yeah. So again, everybody, sorry if you, if we dropped it, but the, uh, the internet every once in a while, we sometimes we'll do two or three of these shows and we never have a hiccup. And, uh, then, then again, sometimes we just have this happen. So thanks for the messages from everybody that said it dropped. So yeah. Anyway, what else is new? Uh, hang on a minute. Uh, I had something else I was going to tell you. Uh, you got some for the truck. You got a lathe. Did you uh, get anything for the truck? Did you say that? No, no, no. Um, but I'm about to order some more diode dynamic lights. I'm just going to tell right you guys on. something. If you haven't tried these things, and and no, they don't sponsor, but they're, I mean, guys, these things are crazy bright, and they're really cool. So anyway, I'm going to order some more of those, and uh, I'm kind of in the hunt for a rooftop tent, hard, a hard shell. I know I've got the Opus, but dude, I want to, I think I want to be able to just sometimes, if it's just me, take the truck, and that's it. Yeah, just do a quick trip and not yeah. have to load up the trailer and get all the things you yeah. need for the trailer and yeah, and then exactly. set up the trailer and tear it down. Like if you're going spot to spot to spot to spot and you're kind of doing it quickly, I mean, not you know, I mean, the Enchanted Rockies Trail wasn't an issue, but I mean, it was. I mean, what does it take? About 30, 45 minutes to tear it down? Well, it depends on how much stuff you pull out. I mean, I, I can... I mean, obviously it goes up in about two minutes, but it can, you can take it down in 10. It just really depends on how much crap you got. And Well, when you're yelling at me, Michael, get your stuff out of the trailer, you know, then, I mean, that adds time, yeah. of course. I, you know, I mean, hey, it's like it's like I'm dealing with another one of my kids. I already had one with me. It was like, here's Michael, the second kid of the group. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's the charm, man. That's so, my charm. Anyway, so I'm kind of I'm on the hunt for a rooftop tent. So we'll see. What are you thinking? I don't Do you know. have any ideas? I mean, I'd like to have a 230. Well, I'd yeah. like to have one of their new, the new models ones. that mm. I can't talk about. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, when are the new models being released? Do we know that yet? I, I don't we know. Heard? I I well, I've asked because you've been playing. You've been teasing with this for I know, months. I know, but I can't uh, I can't can't let the cat out of the bag, as they say. But yeah, hey, you know. need to put that McDonald's cup away Dude, because because no. uh, oh, I know we you need know to show off. Is. Yeah, yeah, yes, we got. Sir. We both have the, the high camp um, flasks and these things are amazing. Now mine is way cooler than yours. Okay. So mine's bigger. In all trans in all fairness and transparency here, let me be let me be clear about something. I walk in the room with mine and Michael goes, ha, mine's bigger. And to and, and technically his flask is bigger. We say uh, that every uh, time we walk in the bathroom too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
and all I could say was, you're just trying to compensate. So anyway, but yes, the high camp flask, these things. And you know what? Have you tried putting coffee in these yet? No. Oh my Why God. Why would I put keep... coffee in it? No, I mean, like if you want some coffee in like early morning. Keep, does it keep it warm too? Holy crap, yes. I imagine. I mean, these are freaking time. double walled and built great. Now, what's cool about mine, yours is, I don't, how many milliliters is mine? 750? What yours is, is 750. So mine has two cups. I know. One cup, two look, cups. These things are like, look, like, like magnets. I mean, they don't come off you don't drop it. All right. Probably a better stop. So, well, I, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna pour me a glass of whiskey. All right, fair enough. All right, so I got my uh, I got my go to which oil is oil fire, oil so, fire whiskey. All right, there's right. another one. If you if you folks haven't tried the oil fire whiskey, oh. it, for the money because it's only about 30 bucks, yeah, it is a good good bottle of whiskey now it's a little sweet but it's it it doesn't take much to make an old-fashioned i mean we talk about it all the time we were on the trip and all i did was throw in some citrus bitters and throw a uh whatever those cherries are yeah in there with it and it was the guy of course you know everything at camp tastes better but all the guys at camp were like man this might be the best old-fashioned i've ever had yeah, and as the lady at the liquor store says, it's a uh, fireball for adults. So, is that what she said? Yeah, she calls it fireball for adults because <laughs> it because it has a more uh, exquisite and uh, adult flavor. Well, it's a rye <laughs> whiskey with a liqueur blend. So, yeah, see there you go. Yep. All right, seven thirteen. We got a couple of minutes, and our special guest should be dialing in. Uh, let me check the chat real quick. Uh, let's see if we can hear from some folks about uh, what their week has been like. And uh, see, yeah, I don't we... have the chat pulled up. I need to get it pulled up. I'm kind of slacking on it. So, listen, if you haven't um, been to overlandradio.com, go into the interact button and uh, look for the chat with us, and you can join in the chat. And um, Hey, did I hear that we're going to be on, you're going to put this on Rumble? Or is that um, happening? Yeah, I, I got everything set up. So for those of you <laughs> that are making the mass exodus from Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones, yeah. I thought, man, I better get you know on with it. But I looked at this Rumble thing. It was number one downloaded app last week. Or maybe it's really? this week. Yeah, and, and also... Um, you, you you could throw your videos up and some of them could be you know it's a swipe left or swipe right remember what was that old dating app people used to use all the time hot or not uh, or it, something like that you know you swipe well, one I mean, tinder's still on there and oh, Bumble, is it? okay you know those are my go-to's so <laughs> anyway you know. so you could swipe back and forth and you could do rumble if you get a lot of rumbles then you can win money uh what or, yeah the tickets turn into money i think the most you can win each week is like 50 bucks or something so yeah. All over Overland on Rumble. Look for it soon. <laughs> We're going to turn all of our videos. Oh, my God. Um, We're all over Overland on there. I just need to make sure. There's a bunch of, I sent you a link, a thing, a picture of it, because there was like four different Rumble things. So I need to make sure I get in the right Rumble. Okay. So I'm sure it's the first one that pops up. It's like green in the back or like green writing or something. Anyway. So I'm sure it's the first one that pops up. 
Yeah, everything's playing. Somebody just said they couldn't hear anything, but I'm not hearing anything, just me. Huh. But you hear everything. I, I just I, I just launched the app and I can hear everything fine. So let's okay. all right. So um well, if not, we're recording it and you can uh watch this yeah, rumble. Yeah, exactly. So all right, so listen, yeah, go into the chat, join us, and uh, we're, listen, we have a special guest, Michael. Special take guest it. time. Take it, Michael. All right, well, I was going to let you do the honors, because you nah. kind of set this up, you know. I, I was, here's what happened. We were walking around um, the uh, rendezvous, and we went to Chad Boyd's booth, um, Overland Attic, which is a sponsor of the radio show. And he had some really cool purses. And I thought these purses were awesome. And I was like, what's this about? Like all these women will love these purses. No, I'm just being funny. So, um, <laughs> damn, we lost our guest. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> step 22 gear. I was blown away with like how well they felt. You know, like sometimes when you grab some gear, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But this yeah. stuff felt awesome. So we have Adam with Step 22. So welcome, Adam. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, man. guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This is pretty cool. Like, I saw this and I looked at Lee and I was like, man, these are cool. And he goes, man, we may get him on the show. And I was like, what? I'd already had, I'd already ordered <laughs> one and uh, had it, took a close look at it. And I was like, I'd already reached out to, to Adam and said, hey, you look man i bought one of these and i dig it so you want to jump on the show and so like, lee what which bag which which i mean we call them bag gear what what is the term it's gear it's gear, gear yeah comprised yeah. of a bag or a tour roll or a wrench roll but it's it's all gear now lee which one did you buy um i got the what do they call the wrench wrench roll the wrench right? roll yeah, Ooh, I, bought the, yeah. I bought the i'm wrench eyeballing roll. that right now and uh I gotta tell you, man. I opened it up and I was like, "This is some good shit right here." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh, I immediately took my most expensive Snap-on wrench set and slid it right in there out of my big toolbox. And I was like, and rolled it up. I'm like, "Oh, this is epic!" It is. Now, now, Adam, tell me a little bit because this, the first time that I saw it was at the rendezvous, and okay. again, like I said, I was really blown away. The stitching looked unbelievable. The material looked first class. How did you get into making this kind of gear? Like, how did well, how did that start? Oh man, so it goes back to 2008. If you want to go back to the the very very start, nice. I I had a Toyota Tundra, and I I went to Toyota to get some work done, and I walked in. And there was a brand new Sandstorm Toyota FJ Cruiser on the showroom floor. Oh, yeah. And I Joey, was Joey would be jealous. Oh, yeah. I was sold. I literally, I went home that night. I put my Tundra online. I sold it within a week. I went back to that same lot and bought that exact rig that I saw the day I walked in. Nice. Man, there's a huge cult following for those things. It <laughs> is insane. Yeah, that was. And at that time, I wasn't really into off-roading as much as I was to hiking and backpacking mm -hmm. and, and car camping as yeah. I, I did back then i didn't know there was a cooler word for car camping so it was just car camping man i was the same <laughs> way whenever i got <laughs> I into like, this yeah. yeah i'm like oh uh, car camping yeah so i mean i and then the next step was i had already i had always taken my rigs in 
to Toyota to get worked on. The mechanics got to know me. They knew I like everything had to be perfect. But I'm like, man, I can change my own oil. I could do this. So I like, go online, Google, like how to change oil. And then like a forum came up and I didn't know what a forum was. I'd never been on a forum. And I'm like, what Toyota FJ Cruiser forum. Uh, okay. So like they can teach me how to change my oil. Cool. Yeah. Well, I was on that forum for like five days straight. I was like calling in sick to work. Just like, <laughs> dude, like look at all this stuff you could do right like flagging copying starring going back like did the whole build right like right yeah. there. and so that was that was kind of the the start of this uh and so I, I started to build out the rig and do suspension and do all this and i bought a high lift jack because that's what you do right mm -hmm. and so i had i had bought a high lift jack and uh i bought a cover for it because i you know I learned that high lift jacks, they don't work if they're rusted out, not lubricated. No. Oh yeah. So I brought, I bought the neoprene cover. Well now on my truck, I mounted it up front where I'm driving around every day. So I'm literally looking at my high lift jack and that neoprene cover, which was black when I bought it. And then a couple months later, it was like purple. Yeah, and it was they gray, and then it had holes in it. I'm like, well, this is unacceptable. So I bought another one, right? And I'm like, cool, take this one off, throw it away, buy another one. Well, I went through four of them. I went through four oh. of those covers and I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like I'm throwing money away. So I, you know, went online, tried to find a higher quality cover. Couldn't find one. Called a friend who had a friend that does car restorations. And I mean, the seats that this guy stitches are just, I'm talking about, you know, old Porsches and Corvettes or what, whatever you've got, just like where people go and spend 10 grand to redo their, in just the interior. Yeah. So I went over and uh, I met him. I said, hey, I've got this, this cover. I brought the, the high lift, the neoprene cover. And I said, can you make me one of these out of something that's going to last outside? UV, rain. He said, ah, yeah, no problem. It's like two weeks later, I go back and he's got this red high lift jack cover for me. I'm like, awesome. So I slap it on my, my truck and I go back to work. I'm working kind of a regular job at this point. And, and everywhere I went... Guys that knew off-roading and did off-road that had high lift jacks immediately saw his bright red, saw that on my jack. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. what's that? Where'd you get that? I'm like, oh, I had it made. Dude, can you make me one? I'm like, no. <laughs> I go, go make your own, right? <laughs> so I, I like it was it was like a couple years where I'm I'm trailheads, I'm still backpacking, I'm you know, I'm car camping, I'm I'm doing some uh, some light off-roading and stuff, mostly trails to get to trails type of thing. And I and everyone's hitting me up for it. Well, I, I had been this job way, way too long. I, I should have left long before. And I'm thinking, like, what am I going to do to get out of here? And I, I'm literally driving around my rig, looking at my high lift in this cover. And I'm like, you know what? People are telling me they want something. I'll give it a go. Yeah. And so I go back to the, the same shop that made what became the prototype. It was just one for me. And, and I go, hey, I want to I do this. Can you make these? Can you make more? Can you make me 100? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, so that was kind of how it got started. And so now I'm like, all right, well, now I got to start a business and create a company and do a website and come up with a name and create a logo. So, um, you know, hard stuff. genius me. Oh, it was so easy because I'm making Jack covers, right? So what should I name the business? How about jackcovers.com? That's creative, right? Yeah. So I get, I get the URL jackcovers.com. I do the logo with like a Jack and a cover on it. Um, horrible stuff. 
but almost sounds like a the, porn site. No, <laughs> don't, don't laugh because I when I used to have the the old tent up, people would drive by and they'd be they would see like jack covers and they would see like offers, jack, and they and they'd be yelling all kinds of obscene stuff because they didn't really edit right. Hey, can you take that jack cover off? <laughs> yeah, right. There was yeah. there was all kinds of that happening. <laughs> oh um, man, epic. So yeah, so I rolled it and that so that was the very the end of 2014. Um, that I that I started the business and started the the actually try to turn it into a company and um, so that same guy Luis that made my original one uh, you know maybe a hundred and it turned into I launched it at the Overland Expo that's where I launched the business the 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 product and everything and it was it was really cool I didn't that was the year that it snowed that was Snowverland Snowverland um, and and so I set up I didn't know how to set up a pop up tent. I didn't, yeah. know how to, I didn't know how to do a booth. I didn't know what to say when people walked by. Uh-huh. Just like I had my product out there. And, but it was, it was really cool, the response, because um, all of the staff from the Overland Expo, the, the different trainers that were doing the courses and the guys in charge of everything, like day two, there's this mob of people coming down the thing. I'm like, I, mean, I don't think anything of it. And they stop at my booth. And, and they go, hey, they go, we all got back to the tent last night. And we all talked about, you know, new products and this and that. And there was only one product in one booth that all of us agreed was the best new product. And we all had to have one. We all are coming back here. We all want to cover. That's, and I was kind of like, awesome. wow, like awesome. You know, this is, this could, this could actually work. Wow. And yeah. So uh, over the next number of months and stuff, the problem was I had a lot of trouble getting the guy that, that was making them for me because he's getting paid 10 grand to do a yeah. poor vet interior. And I'm Doing like, Hey, can thing. you make me a hundred yeah. Jack covers? And he's like uh, 10 grand, a couple Jack covers. So I couldn't get them. I was at a little local event in orange County and a guy came up to me with a bro hat, you know, sleeved up total off road. Like, uh, and, and he goes, he's asking me like, eh, uh, ask me about the stitching and eh, who's doing your sewing and, and everything. And I'm, I'm probably looking at the guy a little rude. Cause I'm like, Hey, how are you questioning me? Like, look at how awesome yeah. these are. Yeah. He's like, well, we could probably help you clean up your corners and we could get you a machine here. We could fold this under. And I'm like, who is this guy? Turns out he owns a shop. His grandfather started a shop and he sells machinery to all these guys like Luis, who does the car interiors and all that. And he's like, come down, come down to my shop on Monday. We'll get you set up. So I go, I go drive down to a shop on Monday and I buy commercial equipment. And I'm like, I'm going to learn how to sew. I'm just going <laughs> to buy the equipment because I can't get them. So I wait buy- a minute. Pause. Yes. You started this company and didn't know how to sew. And then as you're going through the process of running a company, you decide to learn how to sew. Yeah, I never sewed a day in my life. Oh, like, damn. The American it's, it's dream, pro- right? Here. It's probably a class I should have taken in high school because the girls were in that class or whatever, right? Well, like, yeah. Like well, it would have yeah. been a smarter class, but at that time, you're not thinking, like, hey, I'm going to go learn how to sew, right? So, yeah, I buy, I buy this equipment, I bring it, I put it in my living room. He's going to sew some oats, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the dining room table gets pushed against the wall. And I set this machine up and then, and I'm like, and I, so I, I literally, I, I YouTube, I'm like, I typed in the model name and how to use it. And how, I learned how to thread the machine. And I went back to Luis, the guy who was, you know, who was trying to help me. And I said, Hey, like, where do I buy thread? How do I, how do I glue? How do I laminate? You know, I got the neoprene and the vinyl. So he's kind of explaining to me how he does it. And so I go in my garage with like 
my compressor and a spray gun and, and these rolls on the ground, on the floor in the garage. And I'm, I'm at the same time, I'm learning how to sew. And then I'm hand cutting, I'm hand tracing every pattern, cutting out every pattern and making like horrible covers, like laughable, just like throwing away one after another. Cause yeah. I, right. I'm, I'm learning how to sew yeah. on a commercial machine, which, which they weigh uh, probably about twice what I do. And you know, it's like legit stuff. You get your hand in there, you lose a finger, right? Yeah. And, and so I just, I just pounded out. I threw away hundreds of these things and then finally got it down to a point where like, I could just, you know, I could make like 10 a day. I, I would, you know, focus, like if there's not a, uh, no one at the door, no mm -hmm. phone, turn the TV off. I could make 10 of them a day, like really slow stitch by stitch. And then, and then, and that just kind of grew. And then I did that for about two years. I sold Jack covers as jackcovers.com. And I'm like, okay, this is a great hobby. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I mean, with one product, you, you yeah. can't, you can't, you can't survive. Specialized, yeah, it's it's for specialized. It's got to be people who off road, who drive this vehicle, who just do this, who happen to do that, who care about quality, right? There's all these. You have to tick all, you know, all these check marks to get to get to who my target market was. And I just I realized that I, I needed a change if it would if it would actually last. And so a lot of people that know Step Twenty Two today, they don't know that story because they've. A lot of them have only learned about step 22 as of this year. And so it's just step 22. Mm. They may know about that product, but they don't know that that's how the company started. And that was the name. And it went for a couple of years with just that one product. But that was, that was basically the start of what gets us to here we are today. So it, in, in between kind of that, that two years, uh, two years in did the rebrand realized that the branding was horrible. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, right? I didn't know how to sew. I didn't, I don't do logos. I don't do marketing. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. So I, I had learned by that point how to set up a pop-up tent, how to talk people when they walk by the booth and smart enough to learn that I didn't even want to wear a t-shirt with my logo on it. Why would someone yeah. else want to wear a yeah. t-shirt with my yeah. logo on it? Right. So it was the rebrand to step 22. And then it was, you know, how am I going to grow the business? Well, I'm in this market and everyone's, you know, max tracks and rooftop tents are cool. I'll resell. Right. I need to expand the line. People have stuff to, you know, I'll carry that. So I started to resell stuff and that was a disaster, right? It's it, it like if there's, there are certain companies and certain locations and, and everything has to line up for that to work. And for me, it didn't because yeah. uh, I, I was only online. And so I was competing with all the, the major shops, the more established, smaller shops and Amazon and everything. Oh, and yeah. so I, and, and margins that are pretty slim for most of the gear in, in this range. And, and so, you know, that did, and so then I started to try to expand my line with a hodgepodge of different bags. I mean, the, if, if you go back and you look history into my feed, you'll see, you'll see hodgepodge bags that look nothing alike, that look like they're from 20 different companies, you know, and it, it got to the point where we were doing events and, and people that we got to know were coming up and they were just being honest. They're like, cool. Like, Hey, I'm here. I want to support you, but what do you do? Like they're looking at the booth. Like, we don't even know what you do. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that I had to, hard. Uh, you know, I had to realize, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what we do. What do we, do we resell? Are we a bad company? Are we like, you know, mm -hmm. wh what's going on? And that's, that's why I say a lot of people just learned about step 22 this year. Cause if you, if you want to go through all that timeline, you realize that, that really step 22 started this year.
this this was the year of like this is who step 22 this is who so we focusing are focusing on the gear laser focus making. laser focus all the resale stuff gone i mean we still resell a, a couple odds and ends for a reason because you know they work with our gear but yeah. but the, the uh, largely the resale stuff hey we'll refer people to great retailers all day long um and, and so this in may the, the idea this year was in Flagstaff, once again, at the Overland Expo, we would launch, not launch, but kind of, kind of launch the new line, relaunch, you know, the brand refresh. We already rebranded. You can only really rebrand once after that. You're, you're just, it's all downhill from there. But so a refresh and the line and all that, well, I don't have to explain what happened this year with the events. Um, but but this this really was the year of, of what you guys have seen with with the branding and the product line and how all that's gone. And and so that's kind of how everything went from, I mean, that day where I bought that uh, till now. Hey, Lee, we got a message from Joey you need to look at. Yeah, I just looked at it. Let me double check here. The internet maybe. Good thing we're recording fits. this. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh-oh. So when I, yeah, when I tuned in, it was Van Halen. Yeah. And I'm, sometimes... I'm looking at that and I go, oh, this was like mid 90s. I remember when that album came Heck out yeah. because the name of the album for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Remember when that was a thing? Like uh -huh. I was I was I think I was in high school the year that came out and I had to get that album. Yeah. But it was it was, it was now, a hot topic. Now, I've got a question for you. How did so so you changed names, you rebranded, which yep. obviously was a great idea. Um, how did you come up with Step 22? Where did that come from? So during, at the time of the rebrand, um, Brian Dore, I don't know if you guys know Brian Dore. Mm -mm. Um, Brian Dore was helping me with some marketing stuff. And so he, he was a big part of kind of, of helping me sort through what we're going to do. We spent a couple months on the rebrand because I knew that we could only, we, we had to get it right. We could only do it once. We couldn't be changing the name every year. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and everything at the time was Overland. It was, you know, something Overland. And I thought, well... I don't know how long that that term is going to be around as, you know, for, for what we do, it might evolve. That might, might be locked in forever, but yeah. there, like everything was Overland. So we had this like, do not, do not use list of words, which was, you know, all the kind of the keywords that were being used everywhere like crazy. So, okay, we've got to do something that will work for us long-term not allow us to be lost amongst all these other brands that are like yeah. pretty much overland everything. Um, and I also, what I kind of saw at the time was the outdoor world and the off-road world were a lot more one world than most people wanted to admit or realize. Oh yeah. And that was, and, and, I, and I didn't want, because I had started like pigeonholed, like so small, one product, like very defined small market. And if I was going to expand and let this work, I, I go, I need to be able to not just go to like all off-roaders or not car campers, whatever. I, we need to go as wide as we could. So I wanted to also do a name that didn't hold us to a truck world or a camping world, world to be something that would allow us to do that crossover. Because the, the way that I put it is, the overlanders are out rock climbing, kayaking, riding a mountain bike, doing all that stuff. But the, 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 the larger hobby part of that is the rig build, right? Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what they're posting, but they're doing all this stuff. The outdoor industry is 
they're still doing a, a rooftop tent or an outdoor grill or a tent or whatever. And, but they're doing this other stuff, but the main hobby part is the activity. Yeah. But both markets are both kind of doing the same thing. Right. And yeah, that's why I see them in a vehicle getting to a destination. It's, adventure travel yeah totally so i go okay so so for the naming i'm like well what do we do and i'm like okay well like this is the point where we're we're targeted down this is what we're gonna do we're gonna build storage solutions right and we we want to help people transport their goods as they explore and we want to protect whether it be their camping grill or whatever it is so we had we go okay storage transportation exploration protection okay we got the acronym so that's the step it's kind of boring on its own. And so we had, we had like multiple lists and we we're pulling names to, to come together. We at one point we had camp 22, right? And then I, I, I you know, when you're gonna, I learned when you're gonna do it the right way, you gotta learn like all the handles that you get and you, you search for conflicts and trademarks, right? And all this stuff. Well, mm-hmm. when I, you know, I searched camp 22, it's a North Korean torture camp. That's, oh, that's not good. that's not great for the marketing program, right? So that's out the door. So so we're working off these two lists. Oops. Um, and and so twenty two is my lucky number. That that's the that's the where the the twenty two okay. comes from. That works. And and that's probably too long of a story to go on here. But if you know Will Clark, if if you ever watch the Giants play ball, yeah, then know, you're then you're a Will Clark. Them. That that's the end of that story. Gotcha. And so. When we go off-roading or camping, whatever, over beer, I'll tell you the whole story that comes back to Will Clark. That's where the 22 is from. That works. So, uh, we, I, we've got 22. I mean, I, you guys can't see it that are just listening right now, but I got a giant 22 behind me. I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. So They'll get to see it when we post this on, uh, on yeah. Facebook and all for everybody to, to yeah. watch again. So. So, so, And I think that that, I love hearing those stories about the name and how the name came up. And, and always, I love to hear that there's a personal, there's a personal touch to the name. So the 22, like I, I, that just, I love it. And with the Overland, I struggled whenever I started doing the all over stuff a few years ago, several years ago, but I was like, look, I'll do all over Overland for now. And then if it goes into just all over adventures or something, then we'll make that change. But Mine was kind of, I just wanted it to be encompassing for everything. Yeah. For all over the yeah, place. Yeah. And, and that's great. You still, you know, you still use the key word, which I get why everyone used it, but you, you know, by adding like all over, it's kind of like, you can be all over now, right? Well, yeah. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I did that kind of probably like you're talking about with the step because it, it, at some point, if I keep doing this, it'll branch into mountain biking, kayaking, and yep. so stuff that you do all over the place. Yeah. And we're seeing it when you go to outdoor retailer or over like when you go to the trade shows that have historically been super defined with the, the brands and the companies that are there and the floor plan and the layout, like everyone gets the same booth and it's the same year and it's kayaking and mountain bike, whatever. Now there's the overland section. Yeah. Right. And it's, and like and it's exactly at outdoor retailer like if you if you guys have ever gone uh, especially throughout the years there's no vehicles there's very few vehicles in in size part of the trade show right mm-hmm. now you go and you've got van builds and off-road yeah. trucks and whatever and it's a lot more accepting because historically it's been um a lot of you know and you're gonna have a bad apple in just about every industry no matter where you go like you you've we've got there are rigs that are go out there that are tearing up trails you've got yep. 
you've got uh, people, you know, the term is not a great term, but you've got a tree hugger who wants to like destroy off-roading, stop off-roading. Like you're going to have extremes no matter where you go. Yeah. I mean, it's especially obviously right Save now. Save the with, bugs. With, Save with, the bugs. Well, I mean, just look at the country as a whole with, with being divided. Like that carries over. But but largely, most of the people just agree that it really all is it really is one group. We all yeah. share. We share the same hobbies. We we share the same gear. We share the same trails. Some are on foot. Some are you know on tread. Everything um, that we use is a tool to get to what it is that we're passionate about. What it yep. is that that we need to do to, to get away from stuff. Cause that's what yep. po most people use this for is to get away from what's happening in an everyday world. Yep. So um, yeah, it's just tools, but it's how you use the tool and, you know, responsibility and yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. And I, I, the part of it that I like to see is, is, is some of the groups who maybe used to have a certain stance um, who never realized, and that might be the going both ways, the, outdoor world realizing that off-roaders like whoa you guys are doing crazy cleanups and you're working to do restoration yeah. and you're like and you're removing trash and you're right oh and and you guys are doing these builds and you're taking these vehicles off-road to go do that and you're not trying to shut these down like right it's like oh you're not the enemy we could all be friends right yeah. and so and so that was a big you know this all goes back to you asked me about the name and this this all goes back to that wanting it to just kind of be universal adventure travel and mm -hmm. and then even one step beyond that was you know we've got products that you can use you know whether you're you're camping in the back country or you know you're going to a major town for meetings and you're staying in hotels yeah like it, i didn't want to be limited at all it's like hey you leave your house for more than a couple hours and you're going to go travel and stay somewhere, we've got products for you. Yeah, totally makes sense. So now you, we, we drink while we do this show. So do I. <laughs> okay. So it's, this hopefully that's probably, okay. <laughs> no, nah, totally fine. So we're going to do our mandatory. So now, now you've got a beer. What are you drinking? Uh, lead dog brewing. Lead dog brewing. So nice. I got a friend Porter out of Northern California. He's got a, uh, a tap house and he was in town last week and so he brought me like a, a case of beer that i all this great stuff i've never heard of he gets the like the limited runs and the stuff so yeah. i got a fridge full of, of really good beer right now that's awesome well i've been hooked on a whiskey called oil fire and it's out of tulsa oklahoma and i've got my my handy little camping flask and okay. and lee you ready you ready we all need to take a drink you get your drink Salute. it's uh it's uh, mandatory whiskey time Salute. so everybody yep Oh man, that stuff is smooth, good. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. runs through you. It's good stuff. Um, right we talk about this whiskey all the time. It's it's got a it's a rye whiskey with a liqueur blend. So I like old fashions, and when I go camping, I want to make old fashions, but I don't want to have to do all the crap. Right. So this, all I have to add is bitters, a cherry, and it's good to go. So it's a little cheater. Oh yeah, a high quality cheater. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. and it's really and it's nice. thirty dollars so, for the bottle. So it's have not, have they have they sponsored yeah. the show yet? Dude, I have sent you gotta, them. You got to get them on board. I know. <laughs> I try. You like I'm talking about them. I like you know they don't sponsor us, but maybe someday they have like yeah, a race right car, all kinds of stuff. So they do it. They just need to you know pony up. Come on, send me a bottle. I'll talk Dude, to you guys so, about something. You guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So funny. Now, when you started, when you started sewing. 
Yeah. Were you amazed with all the different types of stitching there is? It, so in the beginning, I didn't even know what kind of stitch I was doing. <laughs> I knew there's a foot pedal. I learned how to thread the machine. And when you push the foot pedal down, the, it did. the, the, <laughs> the, the walking foot went like this and it put a stitch in the material. Yeah. And then, and then I had to learn what a back stitch was. So yeah. stuff doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Right? And then I had to learn thread. And so, I mean, when I go back and I look like when I was learning how to laminate, you know, I taught myself how to laminate with the sprayer and, and finding the right adhesive and, and the vinyl. And so that was the start of raw materials and, and my obsession with being the best mm -hmm. is that when I would go down to buy thread or my vinyl or my neoprene, I mean, I was going crazy trying to source stuff and I would, I would find suppliers and, and, try to learn from suppliers. And in the beginning, I would buy what people had there. Like it's on the shelf. They want to sell it. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, Oh yeah. Oh, this is all oh, the nylon, this text, this thread, this stiffness, this coding. Okay. Oh, Hey, cool. Like great. Right. And then I would like start to research and start the companies that made the stuff. And then I go back and go, Hey, this is, um, this is 92, but I'm looking for 138. Well, why do you want 138? Well, I have an outdoor product. I need uh, polyester 138. It's going to be extreme temperatures, both hot and cold UV. And, but if you do 90, you know, if you do 92, eventually it's going to break down. You want your customer to come back and buy from you again. And I'm like, mm, no, not really. Um, it's not what I do. I, I don't want my customer to come back and buy the same product again. That's what I did four times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want that customer's neighbor to go, dude, you've had that thing four years. It looks brand new. I got to get one of those, right? That's the sale that I want. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that to come back. So that was, that was part of the learning process. It was learning how to sew, how to use different tools um, to, to get the products made the way that, that I wanted to and the raw materials and sorting through the suppliers who they, their main interest was trying to sell what they had. Right. They want to mm -hmm. move product. Well, and, they're trying and, to they're trying to sell something probably that was that was OK for it so was many good. different applications. It was good. Yeah. But then and then when you think about it, it's like the reason that they want my customer to come back and buy again is because I have to then go buy stuff from them again. Yeah, it's right? it's cycle, a catch right? 22. It's a it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah and i'm telling you 22 comes up everywhere it now does. right yeah <laughs> uh yeah and so i i had to fight through that i had to push to get people to bring in supplies that they didn't normally stock because i i wanted the best it was uh -huh. the, it was the best or nothing and uh and i got really good at sewing the covers i still sew them I, I to this day that's one product i sew myself I saw them in my, my home shop, which is where I am right now. All this equipment you see right here, I mostly prototype or make one-offs uh, for different projects or whatever. But the jack covers, I, I still sew. And, and uh, you know, I, I can do 100 plus a day now. I can do That's it on the phone crazy. with the TV playing and the door and the doorbell ringing. Muscle memory. With it the beer, just... I, it, and it, it's muscle memory. It's exactly it. Like, even if I go a long time without making them, I can just pack on there. and I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I just, I cranked through them like nothing. Um, and, and that was part of the, that was a big part of the hard part of the expansion 
was I could sew jack covers really good. And you bring up stitching. I knew the stitching for the covers really good. I knew that. But when it came time to expand the line, that's why I ended up with such a hodgepodge line because I was getting help from a lot of different sources and guys that would do, you know, make a product for me or I would contract out and it, it was so scattered. I took a workshop in Costa Mesa and, uh, and with, with a, 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 a well-known brand who basically brings in people from all different levels, high school kids to execs from the world's largest corporations. And mm -hmm. it's, it's mostly not people that, that do what I do. It's people that are in all kinds of different trades. It's just this uh, week long experience where you make a backpack hmm. and, and I sewed, I sewed a backpack. I, I, I have it here. It's one that I use every day. It's not one I would have bought because it's not so much my style, but I use it almost every day because I sewed it. I sewed yeah. every stitch on that bag and people look at it and I tell them that and they're like, no, no, this is store-bought. I'm like, no, I sewed that. That gave me the, the kind of the drive. And I go, I, I'm confident now I can do like, look at these other stitches I can do. I learned these other stitches and I learned how to do corners and I learned how to use another attachment. I go, dude, I can do this. And I go, okay, like, this is it. That was, that was the turning point in the super scattered uh, resale. And, and it was step 22 rebranded, but super scattered. And that's when the customers were like, dude, what do you do? Yeah. I went, that's it. Step 22 does unique, high quality, purpose-built storage, transportation, protection solutions mm -hmm. for people that go on whatever sort of travel it is. Yeah. Hotel, adventure, backcountry, car camp, whatever it is. That, that was the turning point. I'm, I'm eyeballing the duffel bags. Like I started the, looking. I, I tell you what. Right, oh, right here. Yeah, oh, everybody that's everybody that's listening, and everybody that will listen or watch the 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 recording, we have a lot of diehard Toyota guys. Oh my gosh, you guys have to go to this website and check. Now, it out. guys, gotta go okay. check check now, out the website. It's now, all sold out though. Here's the thing. So yeah, right now the TRD inspired Mo Molly Badger sold out. But what people, a lot of people don't know is, um, so you know, I, in my house, my FJ Cruiser is about 10 feet away from me. About five feet beyond that is my Jeep Wrangler. Oh. Right? So I- You I, have a Toyota I've and had a Jeep. Ford, I've had a Chevy. A house right? divided, man. It's a house divided. <laughs> yeah, totally. Now, don't get me wrong. The Toyota's in the garage. The Jeep's and in the driveway. And the Jeep's outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that, so that gives you a pecking order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I, I, I don't they both have their advantages. Right. I love to take the top off the Jeep uh -huh. and and go out. It's a short wheelbase. It's a two door. Um, right. My Toyota, it, like they both. So, I mean, yeah, at, at heart, the Toyota is what got me to where I am today and what I started with and was really what created this love of getting outside whatever version of outside it is it was started by toyota but but we damn, so, damn uh, toyotas so the the <laughs> lee hates them the trd inspired bags we're at we're also working on a jeep inspired line that will come out as well so we because I, th I think you need a nissan inspired bag if 
So if I had to do, <laughs> you know where this comes up the most is patches. So we we yes. got patches, we got land cruiser oh, yeah. patches, we yeah. got, and so every, almost every event we do, someone comes up. Where's the Bronco patch? Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta do a Bronco. Where's the Forerunner? Where's the? And I go like that. That's the start of it. It's like I need to do a patch for every possible rig out there. And and then yeah, you got you got because the and the Nissan's a much. I mean, it's a much smaller community. But like, uh, talk about really sticking together and oh yeah, really They're like hard. the groups are big and yeah, yep. I just yeah. got into the Nissan. I had a Jeep Liberty, so I was that guy that went to everybody because they don't make nobody makes anything for the Jeep Liberty, so everything was pretty much custom on it. Yeah. But yeah, I was the guy that was always like, I never well, wanted to win a raffle because there was never anything for a Jeep Liberty. We were talking about this last week. I don't know who it was. We were talking about raffles and when you win product. And I was at a local event and it was like uh, they raffled off a set of Toyota sliders. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you got a Toyota, you're stoked. And if you uh -huh. don't have a Toyota, like, what am I going to do with Toyota sliders on my Wrangler? <laughs> right. I mean, but the, the Jeep thing's hard. If you have, if you have anything other than a Wrangler, when it comes to mods, like there's, I mean, of all the vehicles out there and we, every catalog you pull out, it's going to be thousands of Wrangler parts. Yeah. Right. That's because oh, yeah. that's where the volume is. It's hard to get something else for that. Um, yeah. Live in my world. It's hard to get anything for a ZR2. Yeah. It, it's kind of the same boat, right? I mean, yeah. there's stuff but, out there. I mean, there's, there's and, and also when it comes to price, when you look at retail price, a lot of stuff, when with the Wrangler market, having so many companies produce products, they have to be competitive. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. It, so it drives price. Down. It, it does a couple of things. It drives a wider range of levels of products. Right. Mm -hmm. And in those levels, your price is super competitive because you got to compete with a catalog full of all these other companies where a lot of these other less common, it's, it's limited, it's, it's premium. You know, those yeah. builds are harder to do, but once you got that build done, you got a unique, you got something that very few other people have. Yeah, so, it's, it's definitely something that, uh, I'm looking through more of your stuff here. <laughs> this, you got so many cool things. Thanks. Yeah. And it's, it's the, the lines, uh, uh, little limited now I, mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it you might see a lot of things I, I i know it's in the pipeline so for me it's i can't wait to show everyone what's next we got uh two new products that are have just started production um we've got a couple different versions of current products that have just started production and we've got mm -hmm. beyond that about 10 more styles that we're developing currently so uh, question in the chat was are the trd bags going to come back at some point they, they are going to come back there this exact version of them is limited edition it's it's to to 200 they're numbered i don't think we've launched more than 100 of of each the small and the large the thing about these is um i still personally do a lot of the steps in them and uh they take forever to make and we've been so swamped with with getting the new styles sorted out. And it, 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 it's hard because people see how long it takes us to get this stuff back in stock. And I understand how it's gonna be like, well, just like make them this week, what's the deal? And with the, the level of uh, production that we're doing with the new styles and stuff, like we, we, I had a call today, I had four of our team, we spent an hour 
four people an hour talking about one stitch, how we hmm. were going to do one stitch on a bag. Wow. And, and that's kind of how I explain, you know, cause a lot of people, Oh, you've been talking about this stuff forever. And yeah. It takes time because there's, there's different, there's different ways to do it. I, we could launch new products next week. We could say, Hey, we want to make a cover for this product, measure it, wrap it around, get whatever nylon we've got here, make it boom. And it's out. And that's, that's boring. That's, that's what plenty of other companies are doing and they do it really well and that's fine, but that's not what we do. So that's, that's why it takes us so long to get stuff to the market. That's why things like the TRD bags aren't back in stock yet because of the hours that it takes me to orange, yellow, red, those different layers to cut. That's changing thread color to match up. That's doing, you know, a lot of this process, which is very slow and, and we've just been behind. Jack covers have been out of stock. Um, that was mostly a lamination issue when COVID started. We, that was just a whole, oh, yeah. People had all we, kinds of trouble trying we, to just source yeah, stuff. The, the hardest thing for us on that is the lamination because we, we laminate neoprene to vinyl, which no one commercially laminates that you can laminate a bunch of different, uh, uh, raw goods together by a bunch of commercial laminators. And if I switched the type of foam that we used, I could laminate all day long using a commercial laminator and be able to have covers and they've never got a stock. But because neoprene is the right product as the liner uh, for that product, uh, that's the only way I will do it. And, and so the jack covers will be back in stock. I think we'll put them back in stock on Friday. So those okay. go back in stock on Friday. We just got these two new styles that are have just started production. Raw materials are being made. Um, and then I'll have a little time and I'll reset. And the TRD bags, I don't want to say when they'll be back in stock because then I'm held to it. But, oh, yeah. Uh, never never I'll, give dates. I'll, never give I'll, dates. I, the goal is to get them. They won't be, probably won't be back in stock for Thanksgiving, but maybe like a Christmas deal. We'll do a launch, an, another launch of those for Christmas. And then maybe the Jeep version at the same time, because we get people like, dude, I don't have a Toyota. That's a cool bag. I don't have a Toyota. I got a Jeep. Cool. We'll do a mm -hmm. Jeep version for you. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Stingray flat box. Yeah. Now that thing is wicked and it folds down like almost flat. Yeah, it's uh, about, uh, I think it's like an inch and a half or two inches it folds flat to, and it fits into its own uh, its own print. So um, wow. it, the, 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 our team did a really good job in designing that in a way that uh, the way it collapses, you know, I was, I, was, yeah. I was blown away. We had, you know, hey, if we're going to do a flat box, there are other boxes on the market that collapse, that do a lot of the stuff. Uh, if we're going to do this, it has to be unique. It's got to be totally in of like, like new, you know, we have to add something to it. And that's, that's what we did. We, we created it so that it could fold into it, its own print so that you're not, it's not, you know, a ton wider when you're trying to and store it tell, or. Tell me about the uh, carbonite coating that's on it. I mean, is that, what does that do? So, yeah, so that, that, that coating, uh, it's a 210 denier material nylon which is which is on the much lighter end and so it there's a, it, it does a couple things if you um i don't have a piece right here and i know that people listening wouldn't be able to see it but maybe oh, they need to just maybe later maybe later or next time i i'll take a piece of steel a, a rigid piece of steel take take like a, a corner of it and grind away on, the, on that piece of 210 nylon 
and you will see zero abrasion. You won't even, I'll hold it up. You won't be even be able to tell where I was, really? you know, put force into it. So it's, it's that coating that gives us a lot of that abrasion resistance. Uh -huh. And then also that box, we didn't want it to be a black hole. We didn't want you to like in low light, be able to not find your stuff. So the reflection that you oh. get off of that. So when you got your headlamp or a little bit of light, it, uh -huh. it, when you look in there, rather than having this black hole, the kind of light reflects off everything, allows you to see everything. Well, there's a picture on, whenever I click on that on your website, there's a picture and I'm drooling because it's a canopy. So it's the back end of a truck and it's open and the canopy's open and there's six slots where there's a bag in each slot and it looks amazing. That's the Tembo Tusk rig. Oh, oh, no, 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 is... no, 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 I'm sorry. There's a Tembo Tusk table in there. That's Brian's goose gear truck. That's that thing. The is... goose gear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know the pick you're talking about. Yeah. Brian yeah. Uh, from goose gear does, you know, they do amazing cabinetry work. Their, their oh, woodwork yeah. and everything's amazing. And, and Brian, um, Brian called me and said, Oh, Hey, hey I'm, I want to kind of swap everything over and do this. So we got him set up with a full set in there and, and the, the fit, um, we had, I, I talked to him when they were, they were kind of designing those storage cubbies. And so he kind of knew what we were working on and I knew what they were working on dimensions wise. I hadn't seen anything yet because they, they kind of kept that in house, everything, but it, it worked out where these are just a perfect fit. Yeah. They, Man. they do look pretty, pretty wicked. On the well, side. And, then, and, and the thing is on that picture, if you notice, um, so just to describe this, this rig, you're standing outside the side panel on the outside of the rig folds up. Yeah. And if you, I don't know if you have to zoom, if you can see it, you got the labels on those bags. Uh, yeah. Where you can see what it will on the inside of that rig, it's also open. So that's a pass through. So once you go inside the back, you're looking on the inside and you've got another label there where, so whether you're inside the truck or outside the truck and you got to get your kitchen or your clothes or whatever it is, you know, what's in the bag. Right. So we, we built that, that product so that you could move the patches around so no matter how you store that box uh, in, in your rig, you can move the patches so that you can always see what you need to grab. Yeah, swappable, Cintuff Easy Right patches. Yeah, so that patch, it looks like leather. And we get a lot of people, oh, it that, does. that leather patch. No animals were killed in the making of those patches. <laughs> so if you, if you go into the website into our tab for conservation, you'll see that the, the partners that we have were partnered up for wildlife conservation. It'd be a little hypocritical if we went and killed a bunch of cows to make patches when we're trying to save giraffes and rhinos and elephants, right? So that's actually a man-made Japanese uh, made to be, to, to work and act a lot like leather, but it's hundred percent man-made. Huh. And it and yeah, I mean wow. you've got you've got one on the top, you've got the ones on the side. Yeah, it looks that's pretty cool. It's wicked cool. So wicked cool. So future items, not that you can elaborate too much, but what yep. about what about stove bags for like camp chef? You ever thought about that? Because they are crap. Mine just broke. Yeah, uh, you know, there's um so I have I have had them on the radar. We've done a we've done a bag for another product that would if we resized it would work good for, for the camp chef. Um, there are some other bag makers in the overland space that do uh, bags for the camp chef, um, which are, which are great quality. 
um, to create something new and different and, and, and kind of add something to other than just a kind of a black hole case for that would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would be purpose built and it would work for that. And so, so my goal with right now is, is most of the new styles that we're launching um, are like nothing you've seen, mm-hmm. right? Like if you look at the current tool roll that we've got, yeah, I was just looking pangolin, at that. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't invent tool rolls. I didn't invent wrench rolls or tool pouches, but I think what we've put together with that product in, in the way that it rolls out and it rolls into a storage bag and, and kind of the end use of it, we've never seen before, right? So if I do a camp ship bag, it's a camp uh, a bag for your grill, it's going to kind of be drop your grill and zip it up. There you go. Yeah, it right. has one purpose. And one purpose, and and we, you know, hopefully, you know, we get to the point where where I, we expand to the point where we can be doing that at the same time. Our capacity grows, and we can because we get requests for stuff like that. There are a number of products that people have bag that came with it. The bag that comes with a product is usually junk, right? Oh, the, yep. the, the company oh, that makes yeah. it, they, they can do a great job, but they look at their their cost to make that grill or what or, or or whatever that product is, and then they go, okay, well to hit this retail price, to hit our margins, but we want to include a bag. So they go source the, the junkiest, poorest quality bag. And that's why they fall apart. So we get a ton of requests for people that like literally bring me bags and go, can you make me one of these? Yeah. <laughs> I go, I can, but I got to well, do, and like, I gotta like do the this... patterning and the prototype. And like, am I going to do just a straight knockoff of this one? Or are we going to try to like improve it or do something? And then yeah. how many people are going to buy them? And it just, it's not a good formula that works for us right now. What's working right now is uh, these these unique these these new styles that are basically trying to solve problems um, that I have. Like most of the products that are in the works right now, they're solving problems that I have. Okay, just, we're, we're lucky that the same problem that I have are what a lot of other people have at the same time. Well, with that said, what's the most requested bag or style of bag or solution? maybe yep that you get yeah i mean you gotta have one that just yeah and and that's it and and people that have known me or known step 22 or as soon as we started to expand um that's been the spare tire trash bag right Uh, and and people people think about that people will give me a hard time rightfully so because they're like you've been talking about this for like four years and they're they're right they're exactly right and, and the trasheroo, you know, I don't know if, I don't think the trasheroo like invented the concept of attaching some sort of storage solution to a spare tire, but trasheroo is definitely the ones that made it popular and, mm-hmm. and really blew it up. The owner of that company, I used to be, I used to live not far from him, a really, really great guy and helped me a lot when I got in this market with sourcing, when I was trying to resell stuff and, and who to buy from and all that. And um, I didn't want to step on toes. And so yeah. I, I, and originally I had nothing, I, I didn't, I wouldn't go anywhere near it. That was the number one request, but I kind of went, ah, this isn't, it's not a good look to go in and, and do that now. Well, you've now got, I don't know how many versions of spare tire bags that are either trash room knockoffs. I mean, some brands are like, have, I think have literally copied the template 
to a T and are just doing yeah. their their version, their their material. Different their material, whatever. yeah. But the same thing. And then you've got a ton of brands that have done like little tweaks. And there's a couple that are unique, right? Um, I, and, and because of that, I we are in the process of working on spare tire storage solutions. We're not doing another trasheroo. We're not doing, you know, our version, our interpretation of a trasheroo. Trasheroo is what it is. It, it's good for what it is. And they do, mm -hmm. they do trasheroo. All the other brands have done what they've wanted to do based on the trasheroo. When it finally does launch, uh, these spare tire storage solutions that you see from Step 22 will be like nothing on the market today. I so want to say what I want on that spare tire thing like out loud but i almost think i need to tell you in private in case okay. somebody else <laughs> right but it involves yeah. a green bottle okay okay we'll, we'll we'll talk about this later okay um yeah. i do so like that, that that's that's definitely the, the most requested it will probably be one of the, the later to market things we do because because we're not just doing our version of uh, a trasheroo mm -hmm. um I've got a team of very talented engineers that are working on part of it. Our, our team designing the bags for your spare tire. Um, every Everything is like a lot of products that we do, we hit the reset button, right? Yeah. When you look at our toiletry roll and when you look at you know, the next couple of products that come out, um, You've got you've got brands and companies that are doing remakes of designs that have been around for decades, and mm -hmm. they kind of do it because it's what everyone knows, it's what everyone buys, it's what everyone thinks works. And what we do is, uh, and most of the time, it comes out of my having a problem with the product, <laughs> and I, I go, okay, and we sit down and we go, hey, okay, look, wipe the slate clean. Like pretend that XYZ product and, and the bazillion versions on the market don't exist. Don't exist. Yeah. Here's the problem. The problem yeah. is when I go here and I want to use this, I have this problem. When I'm mm -hmm. using this product, it's great, but there's all the buts, but this and if, and it did that and it didn't do this, right? So wipe the slate clean. What's the, what's the smart way? What's the right way to do this? Yeah. Right? I'm looking at the tool bag and I can't say the word. What is the word again? Pan pangolin, pangolin, pangolin. But most an, most people, it's a, it, it is that rolls up and it's like the most sought after and it, it's the most trafficked mammal in the world. They're cool looking. They're they're very unique. They're very cool looking. And and there's links on our website and and I don't know where where well this will be posted if we can put links in the notes for for, yeah. for this chat. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's a pretty cool animal. It's yeah. the story's crazy on and all of the parts of the world that traffic it because the scales, which are like the equivalent of your nail or your hair, yeah, that are, that are thought to be like magical. Or do not right like so yeah. many animals like rhino horn and all this stuff. Oh, it's gonna give you this and make you that right. And it, it's all it's all junk. It's all not true. It's all just like this old stuff. And and it's really sad what's happening to them. And so the penguins so through 1% for the planet and wildlife conservation network, which is who we partnered up to. We give back a percentage of all that we sell. And for the pangolin tool roll, uh, a portion of what we sell from that product goes uh, uh, to help try to rescue them, to try to stop the traffic, yeah. the trafficking Protect them. that's, that's happening. And, and pangolins, depending on who you listen to are, are, are possibly connected to COVID. 
I think it was a bat. It possibly went from bat to pangolin. Oh, wow. To human. Wow. Because of the pangolin being trafficked. So, so anyway, that's, yeah, that's the name, but I, well, got, off the, on a, I got off on a tangent rolls there. Into the, it. Bad, yeah. the bag rolls in it. So that, that was yeah. the, con- that was the connection to when we went to naming naming is one of the hardest things. Oh. Like I got two products right now and the team's like, um, they're literally like, we're looking at the laser art into, uh, the, the, uh, the tags on these new products. And like, we need the, we need to art. I go, I don't know what they're called yet. Like we're trying. And you we, know we, what? We and you know what aggravates the most is like you're probably working on it for like weeks and weeks and trying to figure out a name. And someone walks in and just goes, "Oh, call it this," and you're like, "Oh, totally, totally, perfect. totally." So, <laughs> so if that person could walk through the door right about now and give me that name, trust me, my entire entire team would be very appreciative. <laughs> so it's crazy. I, like I was recognizing the spelling of it. I just couldn't say it out loud. Pangolin. Um, my daughter, we're driving to Tulsa with my grand, with my parents and my mom and my daughter are in the back seat. And my mom's looking on Facebook and she goes, that's a crazy looking animal. And my daughter, who was seven at the time, goes, oh, yeah, it's a pangolin. It's in this area. No way. Endangered. She is an animal freak. And I had never even heard of a pangolin. And she knew exactly what it was, where it was from, what it's used for, what it's sought after for and everything that, so that's so, that's so cool to hear that and that you know that's what we need we need people and i had never heard of a pangolin and then yeah. when, when i started to look for who we wanted to partner with to give back because that's a big part of what we want to do i said okay well i've always loved animals um so i knew that that was the direction i wanted to go and then i looked at all the charities and wildlife conservation network um one of the directors happened to be in, in town the weekend that I reached out, she goes, Hey, I'm going to be in Coronado. Let's get coffee tomorrow. I said, you got to be, this is meant to be. So I met up. Yeah. And the cool thing about them is a lot of charities, like, and I learned this with the dog rescues locally, like they fight, like you give money to one rescue and the others are, are fighting and telling you why they're trash and why you should give them money. And right. And I'm like, I'm just trying to save dogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this group, they hold events and they invite the other organizations to come put out their tables and and get money donated to and like most organizations would see that as competition and no and we want the money and stuff like that they care about the work being done yeah in the field all over the world period so we were able to but by the way that we give to them when we sell a pangolin we take a portion we give it through one percent uh to them it go a hundred percent of that goes to the work being done to stop the trafficking of the pangolin. No corporate overhead, no weight, no nothing. A hundred percent goes to that program. That's cool. Now, other than the cool name, which we've decided is like the coolest name. Yeah. The coolest thing on on the bag. Well, the thing that got me like, and I've been staring at it, is yeah. the wrench conversion chart that you have on it. Yeah. So like, we've got that. We've got the card slot on the front, right? Yeah. And so here's the problem. The problem that I had that the pangolin solved was I was using a little craftsman tool bag, just a black yeah. hole for like yeah. 10 years. And every time I needed a wrench, I would literally dump the bag dump out. Dump it out. Yeah. And go through it. Now you think I would have bought something else, right? For 10 years. But I, I just, <laughs> I just, you know, oh, I'll buy it next week. Whenever it never did. Yeah. And then the thing is like, 
we all buy rig like my truck was made in japan it's toyota right so and then we buy like aftermarket stuff some from colorado some from corona california whatever so we've got standard metric that we're mixing up right and so now you're like you're trying to work on your toyota and then you got the front bumper and the rear bumper and the skid plates and you're and you've got the slide on the inside and the power tank and and you're like okay uh 10 millimeter or or no this is right and I, and, I, and I would only have one set or the other and I needed a, a translation chart. I go, okay, if I have, if I have this, I know it will work for that. And so that was- The three eighths because I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and right. okay, boom, there it is. And then a little, and, and then and if, you, know, if you turn it over. Yeah. And you yeah. know though, if you, if, you, if you sold each one of these with a 10 millimeter wrench and a socket, you could double <laughs> know, your price. Right? You could double your price. And especially if I had a little locking compartment for them. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'll tell you, the first time I experienced that, <laughs> I was in Ure, Colorado, and at an event, and a couple had bought um, something to install, and they asked if I had any tools. And I, I gave them that, that craftsman, that black hole. I gave him my black hole. And I, and I was working the booth, and it was just like, cool, whatever, like, go. Like, and I got it back, and the next time I went to use my tools, the 10 millimeter was gone. Of course. And I'm like, oh, they got me, right? Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that's how I kind of, that was the start of, of that. Um, so, yeah, so the, the idea is, uh, you know, again, it comes back to, like, solving problems. And it's, it's all problems that I've had that I go, cool, that, you know, this, this is going to help me. This is going to help the end user. And it's it's trying to constantly, and this comes back to, can I make a bag for a stove? Yes. Right. But at, at the same time, if I spend that time on a product where I can say, okay, cool, this is a bag you can put something in and it does this and we can do that. And, but wait, did you see this? And, mm -hmm. oh, how about that? And then there's this and, the, and people, you know, are like, oh my God, the people, some people that have these products that come up to me, like at events I was at recently and and I was asking them how they liked it, and they use it. And I was showing them stuff on their Penguin that they didn't even know because they didn't want, they no. didn't look their online. I didn't know that pocket was even there. Are you kidding me? That's like, funny. okay. And when you're using it, are you, you know, are you putting your tools here? No, I didn't even, I never even thought about that. I didn't realize it. That's the goal. See, the goal. I, I, I totally get it. But I, I think the reason I asked that question primarily is because I have a little bit of the OCD. So when I buy something, especially if I have to buy, shut up, Michael. A lot of it, not a little uh, bit. It, is that if I buy, for instance, I, I, I bought the rich roll. And so now I want everything to look the same. Yeah, I'm the I, same I way. Wanna, I, like I don't want to stand with the same. I don't want an Atlas bag I'm, in my stuff. The I'm like your drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I'm, a, I'm like your drug dealer. That's that's I'm gonna give like you this. I'm gonna I'm, I'm give you a taste. See this and then make you <laughs> that, come back for like more. A drug dealer right there too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. then like you're doing that with the the 22 liter uh, vented duffel, which I was like clicked on. That I was like, okay, vented. What is that? And that totally makes sense. Yeah. Well, you that know, so that's tied into the to the recovery gear. I I, I we originally did that bag because I didn't obviously invent a duffel bag. It's a yeah. standard duffel, round side zipper on top. It's been done a billion times. Right, but uh, we haven't even. It all gets you know, nasty. We probably don't have time to even start touching on the recovery gear thing, and don't get me started. But right, <laughs> you need when you got muddy stuff, and we when I do the training courses on care and maintenance and inspection and and mold and UV and all that stuff, it, it it's a purpose built, right? So that doesn't go very far as far as like the pangolin, right? It's like feature after feature after feature, but that's a just a very plain bag. But we 
we made something unique about it that serves a purpose. I had a problem. Well, and it, it could I, be I needed my stuff to dry too. Right. And, and we get a ton of people that use them for, for gym bags, throwing the stuff in there. Yeah. Um, what, whatever it is, it works for a bunch of other uh, uses as well. So I, I got an idea. Yep. Let me, let me pitch this real quick. Okay. We've done an hour and 20 minutes. We haven't even begun to really to scratch the surface of the, <laughs> the entire process. Yeah, we're going to so, need another show. I'm thinking that okay. we're going to have to do two shows. What do you think, Adam? Are you up for another one? I'm I'm in. I, I told you, you know, we had it. We had a brief yeah. chat before this, and I said you might have a hard time getting me to shut up. <laughs> no, no I, to be honest with you, this is the perfect. I mean, this is perfect. However, yeah. I think that what we ought to do is we ought to break it up into a couple of segments. Good. So. That way we could dive deeper into some of your manufacturing process, the backgrounds and behind it, because just, and I'll touch briefly is that, you know, while you do all this work, you can't do all of it. You can't right. make every bit of it. So you have to outsource some of that. And, and you have some great insights as to how and why and where, I guess, yep. if you will. So I think what we ought to do is if anybody, I don't know if anybody has any objections, but what if we just pick it up next week and we do part two? I love it. Michael? Oh, yeah. No, I, that's that's awesome. Because I've got, I, I mean, I've only, I've really only talked about like one or two and a half of these bags. And there's so much more that we need to talk about. And, you know, like Lee was saying, some about, you know, um, some of the process that you do and just all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm super stoked about this. So, yeah, I think that's I think we're at a at a place where we can kind of kind of wrap up a little bit. I did have I did have a question, I guess, and I and I don't know how you answer this, but like on some of these things that you come up, do you have manufacturers that are like, hey, I want I want that for me? You know, like I want, I want, I want you to make that for this certain product. Uh you mean like storage, like as far as the storage well, like any of it we have like, now, like being purpose built for yeah. another company's product. Yeah. We, that, that comes along the, the private label side of things. Um, and that's, that might be a, a good topic for, for next week to talk for next we, week. Okay. We, we do get contacted a lot. So, so briefly, and this goes back to touching on, you asked me, could I do a bag for a product that you have uh, being the stove? Um, and that's an example of that company makes the stove. That's the core product. The bag usually is in high quality. A lot of times we'll get those companies that make a product come to us and say, cool, I make XYZ product. Can you do a bag for it? And I say, yes, but uh, 99 times out of, a t out of 100, that doesn't work because they're still in that mindset of needing that super low price, Yeah, they bag, just, which is an add-on to their product. And what we would make would be a premium storage bag yeah. for that product, which warrants a retail price that's a standalone bag that makes that retail price of the makes product sense. in one of our bags seem outrageous. Yeah, because they're like, for them, sometimes the bag's the headache. You know, the bag's totally like right because they, they do the hard goods, right? They do a steel, it. they do a yeah. well, they do whatever. They don't know, nylon. Into, they, they don't know the mills, they don't know the yeah. thread, they don't know all that stuff that, that I didn't know either. And I'd be in the same <laughs> boat, but that now I'm right. I don't, I have a hard time sleeping at night because I'm thinking, like, we do polyester nylon, the bonded and the thickness and the coating and the back <laughs> and what mill are we going to use and what's the 
what's the MLQ and what's the lead time, right? Like that's, that's my world, but to do it, the un, and the only way that I will do it is nothing but the best, right? Gotcha. Because nothing's going to go out of our shop without my name on it. And I'm not putting my name on, on crap or no what it is. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that real quick story on that. My friend has a brand and did, uh, we were doing a large event and I had a t-shirt made for that event and he made shirts in his house with like a, a press, in, yeah. in his kitchen yeah and he was like oh these things are only like nine pennies to get the thing and i bought the little heat press i'm cool like and he gave me one and i washed it twice and the logo it's, fell apart yeah yep and, and i go I they go, call hey, it vintage at that point well this was beyond vintage <laughs> <laughs> and i go dude that's your name out there that's the that's showing the quality that you represent Oh yeah. I, I don't put a t-shirt out there unless it's the best t-shirt and the best print that's on it and that carries through to all the products that we make no matter what it is that's very good we we print stuff like that on our we we actually have the heat press and that kind of stuff but i try sublimation printing and i'll print something on there i printed something not too long ago and and wore it three or four times washed it three or four times just to make sure yeah yeah now i didn't have my name on it it's just something else but i just you know like i got one for michael that i made and then realized that it was a medium and that shit just ain't gonna fit michael yeah so, i've never i've never seen it yeah i don't think it really exists. it does i'll show you a picture anyway so <laughs> show you a picture yeah all right michael wrap it up for us and then uh, all right well hang, hang tight everybody okay. everybody out there make sure that you go to step22gear.com check out the website check out all the products they have um you're gonna be blown away and then also if you scroll down to the bottom 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 you can sign up and sign up to get the latest on sales, new releases, and more. So make sure you leave your name, your um, email address, and uh, and get on their uh, their list there. So, Adam, thanks for coming on. Everybody, check with us next Tuesday, same bat time, same bat channel, and we'll have more with Adam from Step Twenty Two Gear. Thank you, sir. Thank you guys so much. Great time. All right. Yeah. So, right on. Next week. Yeah, and this is where we end the show. Thank you so much, Lee, for everything that you do, um, keeping us rolling, keeping us going. Joey, we love you. We miss you. Hopefully, you'll be able to be on next week to be able to talk to Adam with us, and Joey's awesome. Um, and everybody out there that listens, make sure that whatever you do, you go all over. <laughs> Stand by. All of the loud applause. Crowds are going crazy. We wait on Lee, even though I talk through it. <laughs> All right, we're clear. Awesome. Adam, thanks, man. That was right great. On. That was a great show. Cool. I just it was fun. I kind of I kind of thought myself because what I know what I do is I watch the numbers and as we tick past an hour, about an hour and five or 10 minutes. I start to see the numbers dwindle yeah. of listeners. Mm -hmm. It's just a time thing, huh? It, and is, it, yeah. it really is. It's just a time thing. And so I was like, Oh wait, let's leave it here because we're into this pretty deep and it's, it's, and you know, exciting. And it's really cool. I mean, I have to admit, I think at all the, this is probably one of the most in enjoyable as far as a learning experience goes that we've had yet so i thought hey let's do it a second week that'll give us some time we'll go ahead and push you know push well and i think more. and it'll give us time to get this on um the rotation and we have a place where you can go and listen to this segment 
on your own. You don't have to listen to it live. Yeah. Um, kind of like a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great. And I'll probably put it on my All Over Overland podcast also. And I'll and push so, it everywhere I can. And so next week, now that they know that we're going to come back with you next week, we'll probably have, we may have double, triple the listeners live. Yeah. Good. Um, just because of that. So that works out great. Okay, cool. And, and we can, now we can, um, we can maybe have a little more of a format as far as uh, some blocks of what you guys want to cover. Oh but yeah. I, I, I can try that. to, I'm not, I'm not good at that. Okay. Michael can't he can't function well I just because I'll I'll get to the point where you know if we if we want to talk about raw materials I can nerd out for a full hour just on like nylon thread right which which to some degree some people want to see like it's cool and you learn like real quick the gist of it but but like your listeners and you guys don't really care about like the the fine detail of that so we just maybe like like it like a general I think you'd be surprised because I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. And that's some of the stuff that he really gets into is like the fine little detail. That's why I was asking about the stitching and asking about the the coding that you do. Um, Because it's some of that that like, oh, well, they do that. And it may be that every company does that. But now they're like, oh, but they do the da-da-da stitch. Yeah, no, and they don't. And and one of the things that that we we can get into next week is is a lot of companies will um, do a really good job in their marketing of they'll they'll talk about the polyester with the PVC and like they – they they boost it up and they got music in the background and, and the end listener I get I'd be like damn that's cool material and what they're saying though is here's the crappiest yeah. dollar, ten cents a yard material we could find but we're making it sound really cool yeah right? and I'm going you literally paid a dollar ten cents a yard for that I paid eleven dollars and ninety eight cents a yard for my material now if you know anything about wholesale margins when you have a raw material that's a dollar something and 11 something and people go step 22 overpriced right like what are you basing that on Mm -hmm. because you think that other company's cool because they made their shit sound cool but that's crap yeah and our raw materials like more than 10 times the price so that's kind of stuff we can get in and, and hopefully educate the end user who doesn't know to go like okay it's not overpriced maybe i can't afford it or maybe there's not enough value in that for me but it's actually should cost more when it comes. Well, yeah. And I mean, you, the, where's it going to break? It's going to break out in the field, you know? And so if it's at the worst possible time. Yeah. And so you want, you want the, and that's kind of when you get started into overlanding, everybody's like, well, I bought the cheap, whatever. And then they find out real quick that that wasn't a good idea. So I, I, at the end of the day, I want nobody talking about my gear. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that is because when you come back from a trip, what do you usually end up talking about? All the shit that went wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I was, oh, I was doing the, and then the happened. And I was doing the recovery and the thing and whatever. Right. But when mm-hmm. something just works, it just works. You put it away and you move on. Yeah. And that's like politics. So, so yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Adam, here's what I want to do. I want to, I want to order, um, a flat box and then i'm just, gonna do a, i want to do a giveaway no i want to order i, I want to buy it mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna do a giveaway before what we'll do is we'll do it we'll start pushing it this week so when we hang up i'll order one no i'll just just do do that and and then whoever wins let me know and i'll ship it here to them well but the 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 stipulation is is they have to go like your facebook page your instagram page i'm gonna do all that kind of stuff okay 
Uh, so I got to build a form real quick. So what I'm going to do is build a form, have them register for the contest. And then okay. when they, um, when they go like it, we'll, whoever we pick, we'll make sure, sure that they went and liked your Instagram and, and yeah. that kind of stuff. So we'll do cool. all that. And okay, uh, right on. that way it builds your audience a little bit. Yeah. Perfect. Um, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, and, and build a little momentum around it. So I think it's going to be a good, this would be a really good, valuable giveaway. Don't you think Michael? Oh yeah. Yeah. One that, and it's one of those, like we were talking about that anybody well, going to be able I'd to like to, I'd yourself. really like to pay for it though, seriously, or at least let well, me pay for half of it or well, something. We'll do. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, I, no, I should set you guys up with a pro deal code, which is what we do for, for people like you guys, which is, uh, it's about half off, I think. So um, I got your I got your uh, your affiliate link and all just about it's I'm building a whole page. Oh, cool. Uh, with with that. And so I got a whole section built up. As a matter of fact, I do need you to email me a good logo and a PNG file. Yeah. OK. I found plenty of JPEGs on the Web, but I really yeah, need I've, a good, I've, I've got a PNG. Yeah. Just send me a PNG of your whatever your best logo is so that I can put that block because what I'm doing is I'm building blocks for all the different brands for everybody so okay okay on, and, and there on, is no other bag <laughs> yeah. okay on on some of the ideas that i was thinking of that i was like oh i probably shouldn't say this out loud even though i said green yeah. bottle like a place to put the green propane tanks yeah yeah would be like <laughs> yeah we we've got so what we've got is it's it's modular so you're going to be able to attach bags not only on the back side like so the 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 backside of the wheel and tire, but around the tread. Oh yeah. And so you could do propane bottles there. You'll be able to put them in the bag. It, you can add, you can remove uh, our mounting platform will allow you to take other bags and attach it to our platform. Nice. You don't, you don't have to buy our bags. Yeah. But see, I, I go back to the OCD thing. I bought that wrench roll because I wanted to see what this, th what, what this quality of the material was like, what it felt like. And all that stuff. now I mean, I got front runner boxes and quite frankly. Okay. So here's the thing about the front runner box. I, I'm like, damn, I, I need to stick the stingray in there. They're, they're using a polyester exterior, which is to say it's the, one of the lowest price, lowest quality yeah. materials you can get. The interior that is, is not far off from plastic in a grocery bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's crap. The interior, mm -hmm. the liners is total crap. And when, when we set out to do this bag, I said, okay, well, we can't just do another, like we can't just change the materials. We have, we have to do something on our own, which if you notice their bags, when you fold them down, they, you know, it's square and it folds down like this. Yeah. And it ends up twice as wide as it yeah. was. And so I said, we've got to be able to do it so that it folds down into its own print doesn't end yeah. up being any any wider and and we're also the next version comes out has more velcro on the inside where it's modular we're working on a kitchen build so you'll be able to attach stuff to it and have it be more of of a kitchen box oh, oh nice and there's also an hd version so the pangolin the heavy duty crawl coated nylon we have a version of the stingray that's made 100 percent from that material because what i found was with the stingray if we designed it for like camp kitchen, dried goods, clothing and stuff like that. And people are throwing like ratchet straps and like tools and stuff in them. Mm -hmm. And I went, whoa, like we need to do an HD version. I just shipped I the like prototypes. It. I just shipped the prototypes out today. Dude, they're bomber. 
like these things, like you could throw your gnarliest tools in there. That material, um, uh, we've take I we've taken pieces of steel and like had people on camera like try to grind away, and they're like grinding. I'm like, no, get on, and like, okay, and I'm like, no, try to get through that material, and they're like, okay, and are like, dude, you can't even see a mark. I'm like, that's oh the wow, point. I can't wait to see that. That that's sounds freaking cool. So yeah, and then a half size. So this, so the box, the current box, there's the next, the next run will be, there's also be a version that's half as big. Ooh, see, those would make great inserts for my front runner boxes. The plastic, yeah. the plastic yeah, boxes. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So the, the mini version is going to, I think it's going to be popular amongst the tech crowd for like their camera. Cause it's, it's yeah. a bomber. They're padded, they're bomber, they're stiff, they're, they're stackable. Our radio equipment for when we start hey, really getting to do this, Mike. Michael, the re one of the things I keep going back to his Stingray box is that if you build your truck bed with a slide out drawer, mm -hmm. can you imagine you could just put dividers oh, yeah. in there and stick all the. I mean, you know, if you build one drawer exact width of one of these bags, oh, dude, man, you could store all and and be able. That's to whenever I was thing. looking at it. Not only not only having that label on the side, but having that label on the top. On the top, that kind of thing. That that's why yeah. we did that. No matter where you put it, you'll be able to know what you're grabbing. Yeah. yeah. So that's exactly think, what I was thinking. I about. think you might be onto something, Adam. Just just saying. yeah. Uh, this know. might this might work out for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know the the at the 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 end goal is, um, and we can probably touch on this next week. Is I never want to launch a 1.0 knowing that there's going to be a 2.0. Yeah. Right. We try to think of everything. And that's yeah. part of while you'll see some brands in our space and I'll never talk about another brand in our space bad or bring them up. Or whatever. Yep. But, but you'll see some material that they put out will show that they will get a concept and they will go through a prototype and they'll they'll in one week get a product to market. And, that, and I give them a lot of credit. That's awesome. Getting a product to market in a week. But you're limited on design raw materials like that's when you say i want to build a cover for this microphone cool i could do it tonight i could get you a little cover get some vinyl off the shelf wrap it around and you're done and that cool what what else does it do yeah nothing hmm, okay cool like and, and that and there's a market for that and that's fine but what we try to do is go just let's not, just not everything and let's test yeah. it and let's send it out and let's prototype yeah. it again and, and then let's go to korea or japan and work with the mills and determine that the the roughness of this on the liner on the inside okay we need to do a different backing on this because the roughness of the cover of the mic over time is going to work and let's get a and let's get a, a material built to spec for this product only that no one else has yeah uh, yeah I, and I where the cover the the cover stays on it and then you can pull like just the top part of the cover for the mic and there's a little hole where you can plug the yep. jack in and like all kinds of different like yeah you start so, going like crazy thinking and then narrow it down and what works and listen that's you, awesome you heard it here first if adam's got this material that you can take this you know and you can grind on it with a piece of steel and it doesn't mark it there will be a there will be some clothing like a jacket that will withstand a freaking <laughs> i'm telling you somewhere down the road this guy's got to make a jacket out of this material that will withstand being out an overlanding. Cause think about this. I've ripped two jackets. Just really? being out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You heard it here first. I, 
I should send you I should send you guys some of that material so you can wail on it live there. Yeah. Okay. Oh. We yeah. 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 yeah it, it's it. It, it's the kind of stuff that you know people it, it and I'm like go to town. <laughs> I mean it it's we're so confident and it's like you can't hurt it. That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, short of taking a knife blade, right? You're gonna you're gonna cut it, but short of that, like <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> like blood force trauma and yeah. stuff like that yeah, yeah. well very Damn. cool well All right, awesome buddy. well we appreciate you thank you thanks so time. much for being on thank this you yeah this was great. i've never done radio before so hopefully this was all right oh you did a great, great job you did okay. great yeah okay. you did pretty a great cool job. we've never done radio before either <laughs> yeah <so>. right <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on and all right you guys uh, thanks for having me you, we'll get you same thing next week next so. week easy yeah. peasy i'll i'll lock it in Okay, sounds good. All right, Thanks guys. so much, man. Have a good week. You too. Yeah. All right. Thanks. See you. Bye. Bye. There we go.